Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show.com. Hey, coming here with another great uh, day. Oh, my gosh. What is it? It's Wednesday on uh, August 29th, 2019. You know what that means, people? The 30th is tomorrow. No. <laughs> it's hump day. So uh, happy humping. That's what I'm telling you. A lot of you at work right now going, I can't hump at work, Chris. It's against the office rules. Or at least that's what my manager said when she caught me with Jane on the copier. Yeah, don't do Janie on the copier. That's not sanitary. That's not good. It's not healthy. Get a hotel room or something like most guys in the middle of the day. You go get a hotel room, you bang your coworker, then you go home. Anyway, um, you know, or, you know, vice versa, whichever. I don't think I made that. Uh, sexually applicable to he or she. So whatever, man, enjoy your hump day. That's all I'm saying. Just, just enjoy it. Savor the hump. <laughs> it's going weird already. We just got started. So anyway, uh, <laughs> savor, savor the hump. I think that's my new, I think it's going to be a new podcast. I'm going to start in uh, a mastermind group. I think I'm going with that. A life coaching how to master the hump that's by chris voss uh there'll be like a book series maybe i'm thinking like a seminar webinar uh how to master your inner hump <laughs> dude i think i think i have like an anthony robbins multi-billion dollar fucking franchise i just came up with mastering your internal hump <laughs> for many of you that's um You've already mastered that, but it's more external than anything. Well, well there's a lot of people that do a lot of uh, things in their brain that they uh, just waste their time with. Let's say that in pulling themselves. Uh, so anyway, let's get back into news. Holy shit, Chris. Get us into news. Uh, so news of the day. If you're getting a chance to tune in, be sure to go to thecbpn.com or Chris Voss Podcast Network to sign up for the seven different podcasts we do. Lots of really cool stuff going on there. Be sure to refer it to your friends. Tell them to sign up for the show. And if you get a chance, review the show. Give us some good marks on iTunes and other places. We would certainly appreciate and we will love you forever and ever. Or not? I don't know. You make you 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 make the call. Uh, anyway, guys. So uh, first off, we usually check in with ProductHunt.com to see if there's any sort of good, interesting things. Mm, yeah, kind of a boring day for me, at least in my opinion. Um, it's uh, there's one thing that stuck out called Screen Space Promo. It's number five product of the day. It's kind of cool if you have like an iPhone app and you want to, you know make it look really cool and snazzy like you paid a studio promo to do it uh they have like these pre-made templates you can do see so making your app look really awesome because let's face it when you're just looking at an app and it's just really flat you're just kind of like eh, it just is another app but you know if you can do all these cool sort of airline swing in sort of pictures or i don't know what the fuck they call it but you can just zoom like whirr. then they're exciting like oh my god look at that oh it's probably the best app i've ever seen next to facebook <laughs> or instagram so anyway, i didn't see a lot on uh, producthunt.com it's not their fault it's the assholes that submit yeah, why don't you submit some interesting stuff folks this isn't cutting it so anyway, uh, what else do we have on the news today we'll talk about and all that good stuff. The world's going to hell. Uh, as always, 
uh, checking in. I can't even find the article I'm looking for now. Here it is. Investing.com is reporting this morning. The U.S. yield curve inverts further. 30-year yields hit a new record low. Now, if you're familiar with the U.S. yield curve inversion is, it's usually a tip-off to a coming recession. Let's just say the last time this happened was in 2007, and it usually proceeds as an indicator to uh, uh, coming invest, uh, coming uh, recessions. So kind of dangerous. We're due for one. Uh, no economy can run hot forever without out of control, either out of control inflation or having a cool down period, which is what the Federal Reserve's job is to do. Uh, so pretty interesting there. Might want to save your money. May not want to be buying that Porsche or that sports car, that Tesla for your uh, pool boy or mistress. You might want to hold off on that. Maybe dial back in like a Geo Metro or something. Uh, may want to save your pennies. This uh, might be a bad one because these uh, Chinese um, tariffs are pretty bad. And I think from what we saw in the G7 summit, I'm not being political here. Hang with me. Uh, but I think what we're seeing in the G7 summit and with the Chinese, they figured out that uh, this president may not be here in a year and a half. And I think they've decided to wait him out. And I think the biggest problem that they have with the tariffs, not being political again, but just strategic and mindful of the financial aspects of the nature of the market, it's going to be really hard to go back to them and go, hey, man, I know I was a real asshole and I put those tariffs on you. Can we just go back to the way it used to be? You ever do that with an old relationship with, your, with a girlfriend or boyfriend? You're like, you're like, hey, man, I'm sorry I was a real asshole. And uh, I was going through a bad time and I'm sharing it with you, man. And uh, just thinking, can we just wash those times I stabbed you? Stole your stuff, burn your clothes in the Jaguar out front. <laughs> and can I, uh, can we just go back to the way it used to be where it's all lovey and shit? <laughs> you can't ever go back, baby. That's the, that's the thing of life. Even when you go back, you know, your childhood home, it's just never the same. Just never the same. Um, so anyway, uh, that's where we're at right now. So I, I don't think... And right now the farmers are freaking the hell out. They've started finally waking up and they're freaking out. Uh, one of the unions, I think it was in Iowa, came out and said they are no longer supporting people that support tariffs. Let's put it that way. And uh, and they're getting killed. The bankruptcies are going off the chart. Uh, we're starting to see increases to our prices for purchasing goods. And that's not going to help. Uh, and uh, the economy is going to cool. And there's probably going to be layoffs. And it's be people being out of work. So my advice to you is uh, save your money. Be careful how you spend. Of course, that usually causes or helps contribute to recession when people get worried about the economy and consumer sentiment is down. The consumer um, confidence, uh, I think it's the consumer confidence index. When that goes down, that's not good because consumers pull their money out of the market. They kind of tend to sit on it. Therefore, the economy cools. And the tariffs are doing that in and of itself. So Anyway, just talking about the economy, how's it going, and everything else. Let's talk about some other things that are going on in tech news. Telegram has raised $1.7 billion in 2018, told investors it would deliver Gram, which is its uh, cryptocurrency offering that it's coming out with. Uh, Facebook has uh, kind of uh, fallen on, uh, well, they've kind of, you know, they've seen they're going to get some blowback from regulators and other people, but Telegram uh, you're familiar with the app, is charging ahead with their own digital currency and says they will have a launch by October 31st, 2019, according to the New York Times. 
Next up, we have hands-on on a gadget. You can go to Engadget and check out their news there. Uh, with the Fitbit Versa 2, it's an Alexa-enabled AMOLED smartwatch with a upgraded processor, Spotify integration, available in order for September 15th for 200 bucks. And they also announced, according to The Verge, a uh, premium subscription service for 9.999 a month or 79 bucks a year with detailed health reports, contextual advice, games, challenges, and more. You know, because that's what I needed, another fucking $9.99 monthly subscription service. Like, seriously. You know, I, I, I kind of get a little giggle out of these banks now, these online banks, where this is their angle, where they go, where they go, you know what? You probably are subscribed to like $5,999 monthly subscriptions. You have so many you don't even know. Like sometimes I've tried to clean them up myself too. They're a pain in the ass. Like it's like whack-a-mole. Like you're like, hey, $9.99 came out of my fucking checking account again. What, what company was that? And then sometimes they don't have the name of the company. Uh, the name of the company that charges you is different than the name of the like app or whatever the fuck you're using. And you're just like, it's like, hey, man, what, what was that? And uh, so there you go. Uh, another subscription. If you like Fitbits, me, I, I thought wearables were pretty much dead, but every now and then I come across, uh, someone wearing an Apple watch and I go, I go, you're still here. <laughs> they still make you, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, they just, that, that whole thing just went off a cliff. Wearables. Ooh, they're so hot. And then like, not unless like right off a cliff. Uh, which I kind of predicted actually back in the day. It just didn't seem like they were making any sort of traction. Uh, part of it was just how much stuff you could put in to these units. And at first they were kind of cool because people were like, hey, you should have a bunch of shit in the watch. But it still struggled to kind of achieve that uh, Dick Tracy sort of uh, effect that I think we all hope for where we could phone our watch. We can be like, hey, Dick Tracy. I don't know. I didn't tell you how much I paid attention to my Dick Tracy comics. All I knew is that fucking watch was cool. And uh, you want one as a kid. But uh, one of the biggest problems that I've ever had with wearables is they're so small. The batteries in them are so small. You got to constantly charge the batteries. And like we've got, a, I think, a couple wearables watches kicking around the office we reviewed over the years. You know, you got to take it off every now and charge it. And that's a lot of work, man. I mean, come on, man. I got enough to do every day. I got to, you know what they need to do? They may, they need to make like a, they need to make like a, a hand mold where when you're laying in bed, I'm not sure if you guys are going to see this on the video, but you're laying in bed like this, you know, on your back or something. And then your hand goes into a mold and you still got the watch on it. And then that watch sits right on a charger and then you can charge it that, or maybe we can just cut open our, our uh, wrists and insert a battery pack in there so it'll automatically charge and then just every now and then we got to shove a wire in our elbow or something a plug so we can charge the battery that charges the watch maybe that's what the future is the future people anyway so that's what fitbit so if you're a big fitbit fan i think they lead the market when it comes to wearables um them or apple watch and no one cares about apple watch so there's that this is a very interesting story i've always wondered where this thing was going to go this is from the new york times and michael isaac is reporting it the u.s government has charged anthony Lewandowski. he's a former star engineer at google and uber with 33 counts of theft and 
attempted theft of Google trade secrets. I remember this when this first came out years and years ago. Uh, and uh, this guy jumped ship and took the technology with them, or at least he was accused of that. And it uh, looks like finally the criminal side of it has caught up to him. I know there was a civil case where there was a lawsuit going back and forth. Uh, hey, don't steal company, um, you know, secrets from your company and take them someplace else, especially if it's not in your contract. That's theft. So there you go. So it looks like he's uh, got a criminal trial he's going to have to deal with. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, I believe it was, uh, wasn't it Waymo? Yeah. Yeah. It was Waymo and Uber and trade secrets and yada, yada. And uh, yeah. So don't steal shit and you won't go to jail. Um, mostly for the most part. <laughs> uh, Google's going to shut down higher. Google Hire, I guess uh, it's a job application tracking system for small to medium-sized business. It launched two years ago in September of 2020. That's kind of weird, isn't it? We're going to shut down this app because it's not working, but we're going to do it in a year. This is according to TechCrunch. Now you can look up their thing. Uh, add another one according to Greg Comparic to the Google Cemetery, he says, which is pretty cool. I like how he worded that add one to the Google cemetery right now. They got a fucking giant cemetery, man. It's huge. Like, I don't know. Is there, I think there's more products that work or no, hold on more products that Google has killed than there are products that are, are successful by Google. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like Trump's bankrupt businesses. You're like, wow, you, you had more failures than you had successes. Now keep in mind, it's good to have more failures than successes, but sometimes you just kind of wonder like, how much cash are you bleeding out, Google? What's going on? So uh, <laughs> this is kind of interesting too. I don't know if you guys use this. Uh, Pelotons, uh, if you're familiar with them, they make these bikes these pricey in-home bicycles and treadmills with uh, on-demand fitness classes because God knows you don't want to go to the gym, be seen by those people, be oogled by the, uh, by the creepy guys. You're like, yeah, you look really good in those hot yoga pants. Uh, what I always hate about the gym is there's like a slime you get there. It's like a sweat slime and you can't get it the fuck off. Like you have to, you have to like, I have to take one of those acid bleach baking soda baths. You know, you ever seen those things where when they, when they wear the, like the special like nuclear suits and they got to scrub themselves with like a baking soda, acidic, whatever, like that's how I, that's about the only way you can get the shit off. And as soon as I go to the gym and I touch one of those things that 5,000 people have touched that day, I get that slimy stuff on me and I hate it. I just hate it. I think chicks don't mind it because they're, you know, they always got lotion and they got all sorts of stuff they put on themselves to keep themselves young, which is cool. But I just don't just, and it, once it gets on you, you can't get it off. Like I'll wash my hands like five times, uh, which even makes me more skier because I'm at the gym and, uh, uh, and uh, I'm worried about getting like all the fucking diseases and colds and all the shit that people have from, you know, all their kids and, and breeding grounds and the, the schools and stuff. Um, I'm the same way when I go to like Walmart and shit or the grocery store, I make sure and wipe that thing down. But, uh, you know, I spray it with some raid and shit just to be sure. Cause you never know, there could be spiders on those shopping carts or maybe, there were spiting or something in the shopping cars. You're going to pick up the eggs and take them home. You never know. I'm starting to sound like Harry Mandel. Really, huh? 
Like I've got some sort of bacterial issue. Maybe I do. Oh, honestly, I shrink tomorrow. Anyway, uh, Pelotonins, uh, Pelotons, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Clearly, I don't use one. Uh, Public S1 shows revenue of 915 million. Holy fuck, somebody's making a billion dollars off of treadmills? (laughs) Wow, man, what's old is new and what's new is old again. Uh, And up 110%. Wow, I'd like to have that business year over year. Annual subscriber growth of 144% over the past three years. That's kind of a weird way to measure that to 500k this june wow pricey in-home uh bicycles and treadmills you always see the commercials for them Peloton, uh, you know and people are riding and they're like pretending they're riding in the whatever and uh yeah man so uh individualized coaching uh pretty cool maybe i should get one of them to send one to the chris wash show to review this is really interesting uh this has to do with privacy and uh, a few other things. There was recently a traveler who was, or not a traveler, a guy who was coming here on a visa to go to Harvard. And he, uh, I don't know where he originated from. You could probably find the story. I, I'm not sure if I referenced it the past day or two. I think, I think it was one of the earlier podcasts. So if you can, go back and check, check one of the earlier podcasts. But um, the uh, Customs Border Patrol, these guys who, when you come into the country, they check your ID. They even see if you're gonna, they're going to let you in the country, man. Um, this is why I never leave. I'm worried they won't let me back because, uh, you know, they know me. They've seen me. They're like, this motherfucker, he left. Lock the door. <laughs> um, so according to TechCrunch, uh, well, this is, uh, let me uh, tell some more of the story. Uh, so anyway, there's this gentleman who was coming here to school on a visa for uh, Harvard, you know. So he got into Harvard. I mean, come on. How bad can he be if you got into Harvard? Uh, but evidently, when he arrived uh, at Customs, Border Patrol, that sort of good stuff in this country to go to Harvard, you know, he's all set up to go to school, they checked his social media. This is a new thing. They're checking the social media. They're checking the posts. They're seeing what they're talking about. So anyway, I guess he didn't have anything disturbing. The problem was his friends did. And a lot of his friends who posted uh, interacted with him on like Facebook and social media had posted a bunch of stuff uh, that was anti-American. So uh, crazy, huh? And in posting that stuff, they um, they pretty much denied his visa application, denied his ability to go to Harvard, kind of shut him down basically and said, nope, you're not going anywhere, but back on the plane bus to home. And their whole thing was just your friends. Like, can you imagine if, you, if you're like your boss called you in one day and said, hey, man, I've got to let you go, man. And you're just like, what? I thought everything was cool here. I'm really cool. And they're like, you know, your friends on Facebook are a bunch of assholes. And they're always posting like, uh, I don't know, recipes for pies and shit. And I'm against pie. I like it's bad for you. It has sugar. And I believe that cherries are a living animal or a living being. And cherry pies and apple pies go against my religion or something. I don't fucking know. Just figure something out. So, so anyway, your boss tells you that. He goes, I don't like what your friends are posting. And then he says, we got to fire you. And you're like, but I, I posted how great this company is. I really, I'm really excited to work here. And I, I really think it's great. And they're like, 
yeah, that's cool, man. But your friends are pieces of shit and fuck them. <laughs> You'd be pretty angry at your friends. I'd be calling my friends. You cost me my job, motherfuckers. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Be careful who your friends are, I guess, if you come to America. But this is all new, what they've been doing. Uh, now, getting to the story here. Uh, so they kicked him back. He can't go to Harvard. Can't get in the country. I think once they deny your visa, you can't reapply. Or maybe, I don't know, you have to reapply a while from now or something. I don't know how it works. I've never tried to sneak into this country. Who would? Uh, no, nah, that's not true. So anyway, uh, according to TechCrunch and Zach Whitaker, uh, the CEP searched 30,000 devices last year without a warrant. And that's up from four times from three years ago and increasingly denies entry to people over content. Here's the key words here, people. Denies entry to people over content that has been sent by others. Not your content where you're just like, hey, I'm going to America. It's going to be real fucking cool. I'm going to go there and, I don't know, get an education. Maybe, uh, I don't know, have fun. But they started this thing recently, I think this was with the Trump administration, where they demand your passwords, they demand to look at your devices, they want to look at your social media posts, your Instagram, you know, all your different things, and they want to see what you're talking about. Maybe if you're like, I don't know, I suppose a terrorist or something like that. But I don't know, if you're a really smart terrorist, like, are you going to be posting on social media, hey, I'm going to America and I'm going to do some evil stuff there. You know, the guys who, the, to my understanding, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but to my understanding, the guys who came from Saudi Arabia to uh, destroy the 9-11 uh, uh, terrorist attack that we had, they weren't tromping around on social media going, yeah, we're going to do some bad stuff and screw America. No, they were quiet. They were silent and deadly. They were like a sub that came in. No one saw them coming. They quietly, you know, learned how to be pilots and uh, nobody saw them coming. And so, yeah, great. You're checking all these people that are blatantly, you know, saying whatever or their friends are saying whatever on social media. But uh, I think that's really odd. Like you're basically being judged by your friends. It's kind of like you're, it's kind of like hanging out with your girlfriend or wife where she's like, oh, I don't really like that friend Joey that you have. You're going to have to stop talking to Joey. I used to get that all the time when I had my modeling you to see my bikini team. My friends would come to me and go, Chris, you know, we're really good friends, but, uh, you know, I'm getting married to what's her face. And she says you're a bad influence and I we can't hang out anymore. <laughs> and like two years later when she cleans him out and he loses half his shit, he calls me up. Hey, hey, can we be friends again? I'm like, fuck you, man. So anyway, um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, the, in fact, the department of Homeland security actually keeps, a um uh, a record of the conversation that they have with these people which is kind of interesting it gets just transcribed and uh wow and so they're man if you have somebody send you some pictures that are maybe anti-american maybe anti-politics i'm kind of curious like what these pictures are you could be sending like maybe maybe they're sending stuff against the uh, current uh president or white house or what's going on in america and your political slant on it uh and you're not posting these things but someone is sending them to you it's kind of scary so here's somebody was talking about whatsapp and the guy asks uh when did you receive the photos on whatsapp from cbd or cbp that's a different thing 
And he says, I don't know. And he goes, do you understand the concerns of the United States and its citizens when considering the graphic nature of the images on your cell phone? Of course, I understand no one finds the graphic pictures pleasant. It's inhuman. Well, evidently it's some bad stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is one of those things. I mean, me, for all I know, it was dick pics. And, you know, most I, I know married people that they like that sharing between themselves. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? But it's kind of interesting. I, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to scrub my phone if I ever leave the country and my social media because they're going to I'm going to try and come back in and they're going to be like, did you say some bad things about the president on Facebook? And I'll be like, yeah. And they're going to be like, mm, you should probably just stay in Belgium, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to. Yeah. We don't want you back. <laughs> no deposit, no return. <laughs> and they'll ship my ass back. That or they'll just put me in Guantanamo or something like that. They'll be like, yeah, you posted a lot too many political things. You got to go, man. <laughs> 1984 all over again. So this is going to be kind of interesting. Uh, this is also from The Verge. This is uh, Google says it's Nest Hello video doorbell can now detect package deliveries and notify U.S. users who are subscribed to its $5 a month Nest Aware service. There's an interesting story I heard where Nest is really pushing hard and Ring.com is pushing hard to try and get police departments to sign up for their, uh, to basically use your Nest device. And people, of course, have to give their privacy up for this. They have to agree to it. But basically, they can take all the, all the uh, Nest or rings in an area and use them as police cameras. It's kind of weird because you're losing some privacy. I mean, certainly your front yard is your privacy. Your kids are coming in and out. Like, what if you have some kids and you have a teenager and let's say he's coming in the house or he's maybe standing on the front porch with his girlfriend and they're smoking some little marijuana there and it uh, turns out you're somewhere in the mid United States where it's not legal yet and cops are like mm, we just scoped them smoking marijuana on your property and you basically just busted your own kids way to go way to go homie so anyway it's kind of interesting uh, the story came out from one of the other outlets that they're putting a lot of pressure on police departments to take in sign up for the service and they're even bribing them with like free nests and free free ring.coms um and i like my ring uh there's some other things that are going on in the rumblings i'm not sure if i can talk about them yet i've got to get some more details from you on what's going on with google and hey google and uh and all that sort of good stuff in comparison to alexa and uh i'll just say uh we'll just say walled garden and uh there may be some more stuff i'll be talking about at the end of this month on so there's that. Um, and those are the new brilliant home controls actually in the background. You probably can't see them with the green screen, but um, pretty cool. Uh, check those out. Brilliant home controls. Google them if you want. We just barely installed them in the house. They're freaking awesome. So they have built in uh, A-L-E-X-A. I feel like I have kids. <laughs> you want to go to the S-T-O-R-E tomorrow? and not take the K-I-D-S. <laughs> Sounds like something my parents would do. So anyway, um, you might want to take a look at if you're buying a Google product in the next short while, let's say the next week or so, you may want to take a look that there might be an announcement that you're going to be seeing that's going to uh, uh, make you want to maybe go with Alexa. Let's put it that way. So we'll talk about it some more in the future. I'm not sure how much of this is being um, 
put in the public sphere. I'm just getting this from the back end of some different things. So uh, if you have heard about it, you do know what I'm talking about. You'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you may want to hold off for a week before you buy some Google stuff. Let's just put it that way. Some Google IoT stuff. Let's put it that way. Uh, anyway, uh, what's up next? Washington Post, the Facebook has tightened their rules on political advertisers. It requires further identity proof, such as tax identification number and federal election commission registration. I love this. Wow. I think I might have just gotten, I think I just might have gotten my nipples a little hard over this. I love this. I hope they follow through with this. So Facebook is going to tighten the rules on political advertisers. You're going to have to prove your identity identity, and uh, also have a federal election commission regulation. I love this. This is hopefully going to help us in 2020 because we know the shit's going to go off. I was just reading uh, something else. I forget the outlet uh, about how uh, I think it's the State Department is starting to warn that what uh, Russia is planning on doing is they're planning on hacking and doing malware, ransomware attacks of our voter rolls. So what they're going to be doing is attacking the voter roll systems, say, in Iowa. And then if they can get a hold of them, they're going to either ransomware them or they're going to delete them so that when you show up to vote on election day, they don't know if you're registered or not. So you can't vote. That could be pretty freaking crazy. And already we have, if you're not familiar with what's going on, we already, we have businesses, we have small towns that are getting hacked with ransomware and they're either having to pay incredible fines to get their data back, um, not fines, incredible uh, payoffs, blackmail, if you will, to get their data back, or sometimes they don't get it back. They, they just delete it, and they just, uh, I don't know, they either keep the money or they just go, fuck it. I'm sure, you know, Russia doesn't need the money. They're just going to be like, you know, we're just going to delete it, man. So pretty scary, and it's also scary how our Congress isn't passing laws to the Senate. The Senate seems to be the problem. Uh, to take and protect our election security. So push for your senators to follow through on that or elect people that will in 2020, which is might be a challenge given, uh, I think Iran's going to be attacking us as well. I wouldn't be surprised if China and North Korea has got one hell of a hacking sort of business going on. They've hacked billions and billions of dollars through ransomware and other things. So that'll be interesting to see where it goes. Your world is under attack each and every day. And I'm not just talking about those tacos you had for lunch with the extra hot sauce. Now, this is something much bigger than that and something that's not going to pass tomorrow. It's definitely going to be here for a long time to come. And you may want to keep your eyes, ears open. Be careful what you click, all that sort of good stuff and everything else. ThoughtSpot, according to Forbes, is a business intelligent data analytics startup. It raised $248 million in a Series E led by Lightspeed Ventures at 1.95 valuation. They're a business intelligence startup that offers data analytics and searches as simple to use as Google, and they hit unicorn status. We should probably try and get an interview on them on startupunicornpodcast.com. See if we can interview them. Uh, It's always cool. We want to hear about stories about how they went from nobody, a startup, to unicorn and all that good stuff. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where uh, all that goes in the future. So that's kind of some of the stories that stuck out to me today on the um, Chris Voss show. Uh, and uh, you can tell me what you think. You can go to my all my accounts at uh, 
twitter.com forward slash Chris Voss, facebook.com forward slash Chris Voss. You can also go to LinkedIn forward slash Chris Voss. You find pretty much everyone on the internet, uh, even on chrisvoss.net. So there you are. Uh, fun is fun. If you like to be on the show, be sure to contact us. And let us know. Let us think why you want to be on the show or what your thing is. We've got some really cool interviews, I believe, coming up next week. And uh, there will be Cedia, the Cedia show, C-E-D-I-A, Cedia, uh, will be on, what is it? Uh, it's going to be September 12th and 13th. We'll be at the Cedia show. We'll be doing live interviews. Uh, well, fairly live interviews, putting them on the podcast, uh, doing booth interviews right there on the floor of Cedia. Cedia is kind of like the uh, later of the year CES. Uh, it's a little bit smaller than NAB and CES. Uh, it's up in Denver. Uh, it's supposed to be a really interesting show. It'll be the first time I'm going, so I'm really excited. We've got a lot of great appointments of people we'll be meeting about, uh, I think, five to ten people a day. So watch for that at Cedia. And if you get a chance to come see the show and everything, you'll get to see all the cool technology and all the stuff that they'll be offering here in the future. So be sure to check that out as well. Be sure to give the show a like, uh, give us a review, refer it to your friends, follow us on youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys spending some time with us. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.